serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Monday. It's October, baby. Happy Monday. I don't think your mic is on, my friend. Right again. There you go. There you go. Happy Monday. Great start, Chad. Now it's on again. All right. So Becky Lynn to the News Center. Here we go. Happy Monday. Hey, um, let me just hit gas prices for a second because on Friday I was hit getting ready. Body. Was getting ready to leave town, right? So Friday, I, uh, Friday night, I uh, I hit the uh, gas station. Anybody want to guess how much I spent? Now, anybody? Okay. Anyone? How, I did, how empty the, was your tank? Totally empty. I got to buy the expensive stuff. I'd say you, over hundred. You you were. Let's see. What I'm trying to picture your car. I'm gonna say you spent. What? Yeah, $103. I've never spent more money on gasoline. So that was Friday night. So I parked my car in the garage, and uh, we go out to Texas. We go and see our son, who's it's his uh, 28th birthday coming up. Uh, So we're out in Texas. We're out in Dallas for the weekend. And their gas prices are $280. Two? Yeah, they're like three bucks. Wow. Yeah, yeah. God bless Texas. So I did a little research. Well, the wise man did some research. <laughs> uh, Arizona's seventh highest gas prices in the nation. Yeah. Seventh highest. Uh, and I know that all of you are feeling it out there. I mean, I understand we've gone through some craziness, the gas prices, but it's worse. This is as, I think this is as bad as it's been. I mean, I just can go from personal experience. I've never spent $103 to fill up my tank ever. Now, I understand I got the more expensive gasoline, so it's not just regular unleaded. But, my goodness, regular unleaded is $5 in the valley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's $5. And there's a chance it's going to stay there because OPEC is getting ready to curb production. I mean, they're not OPEC plus, too, which are all the friends of OPEC uh, that have plenty of gas and, and oil. Right. And on top of that, the refineries, well, there's still some of them off, you know, line. And uh, Oh, wait, hold on a minute. The California refineries yes. are still offline? Yes. Okay, so that's crushing the valley. We have two that are scheduled to be offline and two that came and they're doing emergency maintenance. Uh, and because we haven't built any since the 70s, and by the way, wow, several of these are going to go away in the next four or five years. Yeah. So gas prices will really start to feel that once they have no more refineries here. So it is ugly. But yeah, yeah if you want to blame anything, California... So all the all the highest gas prices are on the West Coast. Yeah. I mean, California's number one. We're number seven. Wiseman, what were the other ones in the middle? You said the other states? Yeah, the other, yeah, the other states. The expensive states were California, right. Oregon, Washington, Alaska, Hawaii, Arizona, Nevada. Are you seeing a trend at yeah, this I point? Do. Yeah. Now, so very interesting, though. I'm going to go to Vegas in a few weeks, and we've already decided we're not going to drive because it's actually cheaper to fly there. It's cheaper to fly to Vegas. My wife and I were doing the math. Okay, my wife was doing the math because, you know, I don't do it. And she said, we're not. No, why would we drive? Because that's going to cost. That's going to end up costing more money. So we're going to fly to Vegas because it's actually cheaper. Of course. Can you like, won't really need a car while you're there? No. Because no. you'll just walk up and down wherever yeah. you want to go. No. Really. Yeah. You want to hear something scary though? Here's the difference between out here in the West and the South. Why it's so cheap? Yeah. For a barrel of oil, the refineries out there in the South it makes six dollars a barrel of oil. California, hundred and one. 
Say that again. It's $101 they'll make because there is no oil out here. There's special things they have to do. And because there's a few, not tons of refineries, the competition, hey, they can charge what they want at this point because they've built a monopoly and forced these people to say, this is the only company they can afford to do it and wants to stay in it. Oh so they're charging gosh. huge rates. Well done, California. So Valley, the Valley average for gas is 5 bucks a gallon. Uh, it's 70 cents higher than last Monday. When we sat here Monday, a week ago, it was $4.30 in Phoenix. Yeah. It's $5 now. The national average is under 4 It's three eighty per gallon. Mm-hmm. And we're paying $1.20 more. It is, it's, it's insane. You know, like we always talk about, uh, you know, do you, do you, when you're in your car and you know you, you need gasoline and, you know, maybe you look a little bit harder for the, for the gas stations that aren't trying to rip you off or they're, they're just a lower price. I might just drive to Dallas and get gasoline. Two $2.80. $3 a gallon over there. That's it. Take your plastic bags and fill up. We need to take plastic bags to <laughs> Dallas yeah. and absolutely 100% fill My up in gasoline. My wife paid 6 today. In California. Oh, my, oh my yeah. goodness. 6.30. Soak it up. Soak it up, people. We feel lucky. We're like, wow, they're so lucky in Texas. Then we're like, we feel lucky compared to California. Mm-hmm. So we have a water problem in Arizona. Yes. We definitely have a gasoline problem in Arizona. What else do we have? Uh, uh, we have an inflation problem in Phoenix higher than anywhere else. Yes. Much higher. What are, are we at? Thirteen percent. We're about thirteen point four percent. I think was the last Has I checked. Eight percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is expensive to live here. It's expensive to live here and at this day and age. Going to continue to be expensive. You okay. Know? So how long do we have to go through five dollar a gallon gas? Because the only thing, like, like you know, it used to be. Well, we could, you know, we can say uh, uh, Biden's policies uh, certainly are part of it. We can also say, uh, at least you know, before, well, the war in Ukraine. I mean. Well, they tried the war. Are we saying any of that stuff anymore? I mean, no. It's just California. California. But here's the thing. California's all about those green policies. They're overcharging. They want people to, you know, hey, we're going to have this special blend. By the way, the winter blend is the blend that is... Not the best for the environment, and and Gavin uh, Gruesome Newsom is allowing them to start to make the winter blend early, which is more expensive, which is cheaper. Oh, it's cheaper in theory because oh, okay. it's regular. There doesn't have anything special well, added. Good. To it. So maybe our prices will go down. Maybe a little bit, but if OPEC stops pumping, and today it was up four bucks oil, and now that they're saying, hey, we're going to stop pumping because they want to control, and they're enjoying the fact that they're printing money left, right, and center. They're all going to print money. We're not building anything out here that would help refine it, and that's one of the other things. California's refineries are at the lowest level I think they've ever been at when it comes to what they have in product. So, yeah, prices are going to continue to stay up around here for a bit. Wow. Just when we thought they went down, they went right back yep. up. Exactly. They went right back up. And, you know, I, we even asked an expert last week, is there something that Arizona Governor Doug Ducey can do? And I, I think our expert said there's just no, there's no really good option for him, because we get our it because it's about California. That's where we get our gasoline. Can we and trade with Mexico? Okay. Why doesn't Night- Arizona trade gasoline with Mexico? It's cheaper there too. Well, because we'd have to do as a federal thing, right? 
I guess. So I'm sure we could try to do some trade. May not be the best uh, thing in the world, right. but uh, that that you know, the, I'm sure they would come and say, "Oh, that's not very nice, and you can't use that gasoline here uh, because of it. it's not uh, specially formulated uh, with snap, crackle, and pop, uh, so it's not going to work at all." Yeah, it's just it's it's ridiculous, and this is going to cause everything to continue to go 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 up 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 up, and as you had in. Last week, where they came out with the uh, the spending, consumer spending was up. Why, why is that? Well, everybody's buying the same or less. They're just spending a lot more for it. And that's that's the crazy thing. Right. So we're we're in a weird position right now. And with the, economy, the rates going right. up and it's it, people are looking around and they're starting to make serious decisions. So, uh, like, a decision would be what? Don't drive as much? Don't drive as much. Ask your right. boss. You can hang, hang home a day or two. Right. Maybe go, you know what? There's jobs out there. I need to find something closer to my house. You, you could change jobs. Yeah, change jobs. I don't know how long the gasoline issue is going gonna, is gonna to go on. I have no idea. It can no. be years. It could be months. I have no it idea. I mean, I don't know either because of what's going on in Ukraine, which could also throw everything sideways, especially if you wake up one morning and he mushroom-clouded yeah, a bunch of people. Right, and he could. It, which he absolutely could. You see, he killed a whole bunch of people uh, independently. He poisoned a whole bunch. Putin did. We'll He's talk about that later. He's the worst human being oh my gosh. on the planet oh right now. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, $5 gasoline prices here in the Valley. Uh, and I just got off a plane from uh, Texas. Two eighty, two ninety, three dollars $3 a gallon there. And we're, get, and, and we're getting crushed here in Phoenix. Crushed. Thank you, California. Yeah. All right, coming up next. Hey, do you think Phoenix swears more or less than other cities across the country? That's we a actually, blank and good question. We have the answer. It's coming up next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad Show. That's us. Drive home with us safely. That's right. Safe. If you had to guess, do we curse more in Phoenix or less than anywhere else in the nation? Now, who are we? All I know is I've got a study that's sitting right in front of me that says this. We don't swear in Phoenix. That's a blanking lie. I know, right? Right? Uh, so, I, you know, it's weird because, you know, I came out here from New York 27 years ago. Which I uh, uh, hear they have uh, you some do is, foul language out there. So all you do is curse. That's how you say hello to people. You drop a word. Doesn't matter what the word is, as long as it's bad, then you know you're in good company. That's how they do it in New York. But in Phoenix, we just, you know, uh, this new study says the Valley of the Sun is tied with Portland for having the fewest average cuss words per day. So average, what? Is it 14, 14 a day? I don't think I curse 14 times a day. Do you? Oh, God, yeah. Do you really? Absolutely. I don't hear you curse. Uh, well, maybe maybe in my mind I do. Yeah, see, that's different. a lot different. of times, too, I'm also by myself in a room <laughs> doing voiceovers. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. it's, you know, or have, something like that or taking a nap. So, yeah. Have you ever heard that. Becky Lynn curse? It's hilarious. Because she's so, she's so mild-mannered and she got that, she got that little southern twang a little bit. But once in a while, once in a while... That word will it'll slip out, and I got to tell you, it's awesome. Oh, now I, I want. Now I know why my kids always laughed at me when they were little, and I would try to scold them. Really? Yes. Yeah. We did that to my mom, too. My mother was horrible at cursing. My dad was phenomenal at it. Could have gone to the Olympics if there was a cursing. But my mom, awful. It's, my, it's, it's hard to be, you know, dramatic when you have a southern accent. My, uh, my parents never cursed really in front of me. Really? Yeah. Well, if my dad was watching a game, he'd curse. But that was that was really it. I never heard like the F word from my parents. Not one single. I still never heard. Oh, it. I not don't one think single I ever time. did either. 
you know, maybe the S word a little bit, but that's it. And, you know, I see all the time, I see parents uh, and they curse around their children and it makes me a little uncomfortable. Like, oh, geez, are you are you one of them? Oh, yeah. You curse in front of Charlie. Yeah. She's four. Yeah. She said BS the other day. Did she say BS or did she actually say she the said extended? The words. She said the words. And I started laughing. I go, well, she used it correctly. No, that's not what you should say. Don't yeah. use it correctly. Well, that's a good thing. No, it's not a good it thing. Is. It is. You're okay with Charlie cursing? What? The kids. Right. Well, she doesn't know what she's saying. She said it correctly, but uh, okay. she knows that what she, it was one of those things where. Yeah, put it into, put it in, what was the circumstance? She had lost something Time and we think bed. somebody misplaced it. <laughs> and she goes, This uh, is some. And this had to do with swimming. And she just comes in and she looks, she goes, Well, that's BS. Yeah. And I started laughing. I'm like, What does your wife say? She laughed too. We she laughed too. Boy, yeah. I would have probably gotten mine. Hide tanned over that. Yeah, you would have gotten uh, you would have gotten spanked. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That that language didn't didn't really roll in my house mm. either. No, especially if I if I used it incorrectly. Apparently, right, yes. Chad? We got to use so, it correctly. So if little Charlie used the BS word incorrectly, then you would have punished her. I would have said no, no. We I just told her, said Charlie, we don't use that language. Okay, but since she used it correctly, you didn't say I that. I said that, Charlie, we don't use that language. Oh, you said that anyway. Yeah, kind of, And what did of. she say? Did she say, that's a bunch of BS, I'm going to use the language? Me. I don't think she knew it. She just looked and went, whatever. Yeah. You know, like, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do, get mad at her? Yeah, just think. She's four. Becky Lynn, just think, a miniature Chad. A mini- that is that is his little daughter, a miniature Chad. All the energy, you know, do, you know. obviously she doesn't drink Red Bull, but it's like she's on Red Bull. <laughs> yes. And she curses up a storm. My uh, Jack, on the other hand, I tell Jack, look, uh, you know, watch your language. And I said, when you're on the ice, especially, you know, haven't, you know, in, you, that happens, right? Competitive Tommy, hockey. And Tommy yeah. Lasorda was famous, right? He, was he, he never cussed in front of his wife. But when he crossed the lines, he would say, you don't listen to what I say, because he would drop F-bombs oh. every two seconds. It would be horrific. His mouth was filthy. And I would say the same thing when I played soccer. Like at a competitive level? Oh, my God. Absolutely. Cuss 14 times at every five minutes. <laughs> wonder why Columbus, Ohio is the most. Have you if been you to had Columbus? to live there, come on. Maybe that's an that's easy it. one. Yeah. Is that? Yeah, it's, blank. It's just, I live here. Just, that's yeah. what you say. Okay, Wise man Steve Zinsmeister. You know what surprised me the most was that Boston... Which I think of as a very contentious city. Yeah. Very New York. Very passionate. Very right. New Yorky. Third least cuss words per day. That's because nobody understands what anybody in Southie is saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't get what they're saying with the accent. But yeah, Phoenix is the least place you're going to hear a swear word. Who did this? People I don't in know. Phoenix? I don't know. I don't, no, no I don't know. It's a national thing. Yeah, they pulled almost 2,000 people, 30 major U.S. locations, and they've determined. Who swears the most and who swears the least? And in Phoenix, we swear the least. Maybe it's because our sports teams. No, our we're sports not passionate teams, about stuff. Yeah, we don't care. We're not cursing at Cardinals games. Yeah, but like, if you're in Columbus, Ohio, what do you have to be? Well, I guess you're just in Columbus. You're, you're in Columbus. Columbus. Over half of Americans use swear word substitutions. Favorites include. Okay. Fudge. <laughs> shout. Things like that. Shout. Shout. Instead of the other S word. Ah. I had a soccer coach who would always scream. He wanted to say the S word, but he would always, he would scream at top of his lines. Oh, stink. And I looked at, we always looked at him like, that's the dumbest thing to say. Why don't you just curse at us? We know what you really want to say. I played with a guy in England. He was, uh, his, name was <laughs> his name was David Bucket. He had the worst language I have ever heard 
in my to the point where it was shocking even for me, a 16 or 17 year old boy. And by the way, they used the C word as if it's the. I didn't need to go there. It was the worst. I didn't need that one. It was, I was looking around going, uh, I feel uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable now. I'm uncomfortable. It was definitely not the PC. Uh, let's just put it that way. Uh, Phoenix wears less than anybody uh, I else. I think that's a bunch uh, of blank. On the planet. I agree. All right, coming up next. That's a bunch of shout. Is Have a- you ever seen, uh, <laughs> uh, what's the, uh, uh, God, the, the snakes on a plane? Where one the of the, movie? the yeah the director yeah. he will actually shoot two scenes one in real life if they're going to play it on television and one for this so if you know Samuel Jackson have you ever seen my mother loving right right like and it's oh, so, so he says that yes oh it's that's so funny. hilariously bad it's probably more funny that way it is because it's so bad all right up next the price of your home about to go down the drain stick around. <laughs> Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, afternoons. All right, so this is a weird economy. You know, we opened the show, we were talking about gas prices, five bucks a gallon in Phoenix, inflation higher in Phoenix than anywhere else in the country. Um, and, you know, the other thing we look at are, you know, what, what about our home price? Because, you know, uh, when COVID hit, okay, since then... If you bought a house, you made huge money. Yeah. If you stayed in your house, well, you know, your your house has gone up, you know, significantly. Huge amounts. There are places across the country where the uh the rise in housing prices over the last just few years in some places has been a hundred percent. Well, is all that about to change? Uh I think the answer is uh, yes. While home prices are still higher compared to last year, on a month-to-month basis, we are seeing home prices in 20 U.S. cities slip 0.4% in July. That is actually the first monthly decline we've seen in prices in 10 years. All right. So what are we seeing in Phoenix? Uh, well, they're going to come down a bit. Now, it depends on who you talk to. I mean, some people are saying it's it's 6 to 10%. Other people are saying you come down a quarter of a percent, which is still really high if you bought your house four or five years ago. If you bought your house last year, eh, maybe you're not thrilled by it. But we're still getting 300 people moving here a day, and we still do not have enough inventory to to cover everything that's coming here. But there's no doubt that because of rates where they are, stuff's going to come down. And that's just that's going to be it. I just, 2008 is what everybody's worries about. Like you were here for 2008. Uh-huh. Everybody worries, are we going to be back to that where there's going to be half built homes? People are going to be, you know, walking around going, oh my God, I got to do their house. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, that's not going to happen. Cause in 08, you, if you were on your block, there was a good chance there'd be two or three homes that were foreclosed upon. Yeah. They, people left. They I was gone. in uh, Sacramento and, our entire neighborhood, minus my house and the people across the street, there was probably eight or ten houses that were just abandoned. Right. Right. We're not going to see that, though, no, this time. No, we are not going to see no. that. Luckily, we're still a place that people want to move. Right. And we just don't have any inventory for many people who want to come here. Well, you mentioned the amount of people that move here. Um, one realtor said the same thing. The thing about Arizona is, you know, in, in Phoenix, we have about 300 people move in Maricopa County every day. Inventory is still going to be low. It's still not going to catch up. So okay. those are things that are going to help our housing market stay strong. All right. But do you expect your home to go up in price in 2023? We're still looking at home prices going up, but, you okay. know, uh, 
lot slower. I mean, we shot up 30% last year. Right. That's absolutely out of control. So we're looking at a more balanced market, which is a healthy market. It was amazing. I mean, over the last few years, if you were selling a home in Phoenix, you could sell it in a day. Yeah. You could sell it in half. You could a day. sell it long before that. You could put it, you could say, AK, I want to sell this. Your person would go, I got eight people that want to buy it. You didn't even have to list it. No. And all eight of those people are writing you letters saying, this is why I should buy it and giving you more than it's worth. Isn't that funny that you say that? Uh, you would write the homeowner a letter. I had, a, I had a friend who did that. She just got married last year. So newlyweds, they loved this area, a certain area of town. They loved a house. And she wrote uh, a really nice letter and said, listen, we'd like to start our family in this house. She pulled, she pulled the, the heartstrings. And they picked her over 10 other people. And this was probably early this year. Wow. Yeah. Well, and she got a good rate. Well, I mean, I think she got the best rate sh- she could. But I, and I'll tell you, you know, these, th- this couple that I know, they're in their 20s. And the house was expensive. And it's like, wow, you're just starting out and you just bought a four hundred fifty or five hundred thousand dollar house and that's what was ha- that's what you that's that's that was the going do. rate. Yeah, you had to have, you know They had to do it unless, unless they were gonna rent forever. They didn't want to rent forever and they're like, you know, we can just we, we, we think we can afford it. Maybe we'll have a little bit of help. Uh and then, you know, you go and buy it and you write the homeowner the, the nicest letter in the world. And, you know, that actually got him into the house. It's crazy. Right. We've heard all kinds of stories for competition. I was at, up in Portland. They caught some family. They were hiring children actors to come and play their kids. Oh, geez. You know, people were that desperate to get oh home because gosh. you were losing out. Now, you could have the money. You could even have cash and more. Well, and what, people, were the, what were the, actor, the child actors doing? Like pretending, hey, oh, I can't. Mom, Dad, I want to live here oh, kind of thing. Oh, gosh. It's insane. It is insane. <laughs> but you know what? I, I read a great article the other day. I think it was in the Wall Street Journal talking about we don't have starter homes anymore. We used to have starter homes, 1,000, 1,200, 1,400 square feet sure. that one income you know, could afford. We don't have that now. They're built in such a way that you usually need somebody with a lot of income or two incomes. You need help. There isn't that starter home that you move into in a starter neighborhood where it is, this is for you know us and maybe uh, you know we're going to welcome a child or something like that. It is all just built massive McMansions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what's happening. So uh, here in the Valley, are you going to see your home prices go up? Are you going to see your home prices go down? I don't know. I mean, you got rising interest rates. Um, Which we, is going to price people out of the market. It is, yeah. And what was happening over the last few years is people were like, i got to get out of New York or California. Uh, all right, I'll sell my place here. Uh, I'm going to get a place in Arizona. I'll have money left over after I buy that house cash. And it left a lot of people saying... Boy, I can't get into a home. Yeah. I can't get into the a home. The competition was there. It was crazy. All right. We'll keep our eye on the prices for your house. Will it go down? Will it go up? I think I you'd think be happy if it stayed anywhere around. between like 5% down to yeah. where it's at now. I think most people would be thrilled. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, uh, up. Peoria schools like racism, apparently. We'll talk about it. Stick around. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, we got a podcast. You're going to love it. It's called the Gatos and Chad Show podcast. Subscribe right now. Your iPhone, your Android. You'll never miss any of the exciting action. The Gatos and Chad Show podcast brought to you by Carol Royce, Carol Williams, Realty, East Valley. Get higher price selling your home. Guaranteed offers. Get those. Go to higherprice.com, higherprice.com. All right, we got some problems in the Peoria Unified School District. 
Uh, I found out this story on a Friday, uh, two days ago, Friday, two, three days ago. Um, there are uh, allegations of racial harassment against students. Um, there are uh, some allegations that adults at the school, whether they were teachers or administrators, knew that some of this stuff was going on and let it go. Uh, and some of the there's a long list of what yeah some of these p- kids were calling uh, other kids. The long list of allegations involving students, including the use of race-based slurs aimed at African-American and Asian-American students, mocking police killings of black people, making fun of people's appearances based on racial stereotypes, and using the Nazi salute and drawing swastikas on photographs of students' faces on notebooks and in a bathroom. Well, we should have evidence, right? That should be everywhere. I would hope so. I mean, you would think, right? I mean, you would think that everybody's this is, got a camera these days. Yeah. So, yeah. and that you know, students took a picture of those kind of things, and that they're everywhere, uh, because I mean, we've got that's the beauty of technology right. is that stuff is everywhere. So, what are they doing? Why are they hiding this? Well, you know why schools don't want to let any of this out. They don't want to look like, oh, we're the bad school with all the racist kids. That's one of the reasons. And if you're a teacher, if you're an administrator, uh, especially administrators, you're, you, you know, you don't want any of this stuff to get out. Well, I mean, the new investigation revealed that this happened. Uh, so here's the thing. If you're here's another example. If you're a student and you're telling people that their skin looks like burnt food, uh, if you are pulling your eyes back to mock Asian students. If you're mocking, uh, if you're mimicking, excuse me, the Hail Hitler, you're done. Yeah. You're done. Saying go eat a dog to Asian kids? Yeah. And by the way, you're done. I'm harassment you out of the school. by school employees. Yeah. This isn't just, oh, kids are running around. This is school employees are saying and doing some of these touching mm. kids' uh, hair, black students. What are we doing? Who are you people? Yeah. How did you get hired? How did you right. get past the, uh, isn't there a test to find out if you're, uh, you know, I mean, you can't just show up there and all of a sudden be, oh, yeah, you know, I wasn't racist before, but I'm racist today. But it, it sounds like everybody, it sounds like there were a ton of people at the school that were doing exactly that. Whether they were a teacher, uh, then you're fired. Yeah. You're done. You You see this? In a classroom, and you don't say anything, and then you join in, you're out. You mock police killings of black people. If you're some stupid white kid in this school, you're done. I'm kicking you out so fast, your head is going to spin. Who's drawing swastikas? Done. You're gone. Right. Done. And now that school is the school's like, oh, that's the racist school. Right. Yeah, that's them. Those are the racist kids. Those are the racist teachers. Right. And that's not fair because there are a lot of, I'm sure, a lot of good teachers over there. But, you know, you want to talk about employees? Other findings included harassment by employees, which involved repeated touching of and comments about a black student's hair. Mm. Who goes around touching black people's hair? Or anybody's hair? Who's touching anybody's hair? Don't touch hair. What do you think you are? Joe Biden? Get away! Peoria Unified District has agreed to take an extensive list of corrective action, including annual staff training and educational programming. In a statement, the district said, in part, we are confident in our new leadership to build a positive and inclusive environment for students and staff at Vistancia. Here's the other thing about Vistancia. I'm, I'm a black family. I'm getting my kid out of there. Absolutely. Now, you you got to just you got to you got to cut and, and leave. I want to hear, you, is everybody fired? 
Because I don't. I, I've read this article two, three times here, and I'm going, okay, where is everybody fired? Fired, fired. Yeah. Yeah. There was a grandmother that said her granddaughter witnessed these incidents every day, students using the N-word, uh, being bullied, and she says, quote, it was out of control. Got a sixth grader in Vistancia. I cried, bowling my eyes out all the way to school, all the way home. I really didn't want to go, says the child. They say it's much better this year. And the grandmother of that child said she's agreed uh, that Mrs. Bennett, the lady who headed this thing up, got her way fast. But still, where I, I've not heard. You, you said you're addressing roll. this. What does addressing mean? To me, it's not just sending people to racial sensitivity, no. right? Doesn't there have to be some reckoning of why you don't work here anymore? You expel kids. Yes. You do. There's, no, You know, you say, oh, second chance. Good. You got a second chance in another school. I hope you don't screw it up. Oh, well, you know, an administrator. Who are the adults, by the way? That's what I want to know. Yeah, who are the adults? District employees. No, there's no more training for you. You're done. You're done. Who would treat a child like scumbags? That's who treats a child like There's that. always a bad apple. It doesn't matter, you know, what, but what job employees. you're in. Right. That's the scale. Like, how many of them? Are they all getting together and talking later on? Hey, which kid should we make fun of next? Yeah. There's a Jewish kid over there. Quick, let's draw a swastika, and we'll do uh, the little funny uh, the march, and we'll throw our hands up. Right. And that's what was happening. Uh, I'm just One person said, black people do not deserve to live and should die. Yeah, if you're not getting thrown out for that, I, I don't know what. I, 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 I think most parents... Don't you um, clean the entire school out at that point? I don't know what you. I, what does that mean? I would say you can't you, just fire everybody. Yeah, I'd say we get fired, but you transfer the ones you're not firing and just clean it out and start fresh and new. Maybe I don't know. Might be the best thing. Well, that's what's happening in the Peoria school district. You better figure your crap out. Fast. You can't have kids being called all these names and oh, you should die because you're black. My goodness. All right, still to come, Arizona's new abortion law. It's causing a 14-year-old girl pain and suffering. We'll tell you the story next.